Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, academics in the US have warned new mums against the overuse of online parenting forums. And it comes from research which found that mothers who regularly logged on to parenting websites were more stressed as a result of comparing themselves to others. So I asked you to get in touch today if you've used some of the parenting forums, if you've, uh, what is your experience of them? Katie is with us on the line today. Katie, I believe you actually left a few of the mums groups. Yeah, hi Andrea. I did. So I had my first, um, my first child in 2019. I was the first in my circle to have a baby. So I joined these, kind of a couple of these groups thinking, you know, this is great. I can get some advice. What's normal, you know, when it comes to weaning, how to wean, just basically tips for a new mom who has no idea what she's doing. And where there's a lot of positive stuff to be taken from these groups, there's a lot of nastiness and bitchiness and it's, they can just be toxic. There's one in particular, and I just had to, it's quite a big one. I won't name it, but I had to leave it because it was just constant drama. Like a mother would post a question, a very simple question, and she'd be pounced on by people who weren't trying to give their opinion. They weren't being helpful. They were forcing what they thought. And it would just, it would, I, and I, actually, I actually found that it, it, it does put anxiety in you. Because you'd be afraid to ask a question. You'd be afraid, am I going to get pounced on if I ask this? Um, like, I remember asking about the vaccine, and the MMR vaccine, and that, yeah. what should I expect, and the flu vaccine. And, oh, you're mad if you get that done. I definitely wouldn't bring my child to get that done. What are you thinking? So, when you, where you're looking for positive advice, it's not always positive advice you get. So you, there's a lot of mum shaming. That's what goes on in, in, in your Yeah, and another Katie, thing that yeah. kind of worries me, worries me about these groups is that people are given medical advice when they're not doctors. So you get a lot of people posting pictures of their kids' rashes or um, with strep A now, the big thing on the groups I'm on is posting pictures of their, ch- their children's tongue. Does this look like strawberry tongue? And you're getting people saying, no, that looks fine or Jesus Christ, go to A&E. So there's also the anxiety in the way of the medical stuff that you're thinking, oh, well, that child's tongue looks like my child's tongue. Mm. Should, should I go to A&E? Or then you get something innocent and they're saying, no, no, that's fine. Don't go to a- Don't get it checked out. Do you know what I mean? So there's a couple of different things that would, on the groups, that you'd be a bit like, especially for me, the medical stuff. Yeah, you, you just know, need don't to ask, be... If you are worried about your child, go to a GP. Don't go to a mum's group. They're not medical professionals. Okay. No, that's fair enough as well. Stay with us, Katie. Chrissy is on the line too. Chrissy, um, you are a mum. Do you have experience of the, the parenting forums? I have, yeah. And the same as Katie, actually. I was with my first one in particular, you know, with the way we're always told it takes a village, it takes a village. But none of us really live in that village anymore. Do you know what I mean? The days are gone where you could maybe lean over the fence and ask someone next door. You'd have loads of siblings. or Do you know what I mean? We don't have kind of that same support group. So I actually did find the support online pretty helpful for those kind of questions. You know, is constant feeding normal? Is like this wind normal? All those kind of is this normal kind of questions stuff I did find it very useful to be able to go online and find you know a tribe of mums that that would be able to give their opinions and it's it's like an absolutely I imagine a lot of people will go on to the site and similar to Katie and, and yourself Chrissy and you know you look for advice and particularly if it's um you know as Katie says she's the first in in the group you know to experience mm. this but I suppose it's probably if you become more 
over-reliant on it and it's the constant maybe checking of it that it's just... Yeah, maybe. Now, I find that interesting in the research the way it said, yes, stress by encouraging people to compare themselves with others and the advice might be contradictory. But yes, I don't think that's any different to offline. Do you know what I mean? You could go into, a, you know, a Joe Jingles or you know, any group of mums and you are always going to be looking at, you know, the other kids or the other mums and seeing what they're doing, uh, you know, what stage their child's at. Are they talking? Are they walking? And looking to your own and thinking, oh, is that the same? You know, it might not be sensible. It might not be the advice thing. But I think we just wherever we are we, we just have that thing where we are going to compare ourselves to the others around particularly I think whenever it comes to kids and what they're doing and I think it's the same even once you go beyond kids you know if you're going into social media generally you know I mean you look on Instagram and instantly you're you're thinking oh my mm. god their life looks so much better than mine or oh here you know, how do they manage to the- do all <laughs> you know I, mean? I think, yeah, I think yeah. it's just it's automatic so it is uh, Siobhan is with us as well um, Siobhan is from Siobhan is the founder of uh, mams.ie Siobhan were you surprised by this research? Not at all and I, no. I actually was in the same boat as Katie I had my when I had my uh, my first child I went on some parenting websites one in particular a very big one and I got I, I got some helpful advice but a lot of I found I could ask a simple question and it would spiral into a huge debate and it was very stressful. And then I had a miscarriage and I went to that site for support and to speak with other people who'd been through it. And I was talking about my experience and some of the responses that I got were so hurtful. Um, like Seriously. I talked about how, how I felt really upset after I'd lost my baby and how my husband was upset and how he'd cried. And the the reason I left that website was when somebody said, your husband needs to strap on a pair and be a man and look after his family oh, and not Siobhan. be sitting there crying. So, but you know what? I learned a lot from that experience. So when we started Mams.ie in 2009, so we're going back a good bit now. We've been doing this a long time. Mm. Our ethos was never to be negative. And we have moderators and they're all mommies and they've all been on the site since the very beginning. And we made a conscious decision with, with a lot of the websites, you don't know who runs it, who's looking after it. You, if you send a, a question to an admin person, you don't necessarily know who that person is. I'm Siobhan. I'm the face of mams.ie. I write for the newspapers. I go on the radios. I'm very publicly the face of the website. Yeah, and okay. we, foster, we foster that environment. There's no really nastiness because if there is, we've a, t- we've a bunch of mummies who use it regularly. And if somebody comes on, and you'll always get people coming on, the trolls, I before I even have to delete them, somebody will usually say, if you're looking for a row, you're on the wrong website. Go elsewhere. We don't do that here. And we yeah. we have coffee mornings, parents and baby movie mornings. So we try to make it a helpful experience. And yeah. one thing that's really important, and again, going back to my experience, very similar to Katie's, I would say to anyone who's had a baby, nine months up, nine months down. There is none of this getting back into your genes in six weeks and feeling that kind of pressure to be the perfect mother. It's okay if you're sitting in your pyjamas at three o'clock in the afternoon crying because there's a pile of washing and the baby was up half the night. We all have days like that. And the sites are really good for support when you're having those kind of days. Or again, if the baby's very windy or you're having, you know, is the baby feeding an awful lot, you'll find that uh, 10 days if you're breastfeeding, 10 days, three weeks and four months are generally the times when they have a big growth spurt and they'll just feed constantly for a couple of days. So those kind of things are helpful. And the medical thing, I have to say, if I have a question, I go straight to my pharmacy. I go straight mm. to my pharmacy. I get my pharmacist 
look at the tongue, look at the ear, look at the face, whatever it is. And then if I need to go to a GP doctor and call Amy, that's where I go because it's so hard to get a doctor's appointment. So I'd always say to anyone, don't be getting advice off other parents. It's okay to get medical, to get advice and tips, yes. But medical advice, if you have a concern about your child, get straight to your yeah, pharmacy. I'll get medical, free. I know. I'll get medical, exactly. medical um, opinion for sure. Siobhan, can I just take you back there and something you said, and you, you talked about that incident you had and the comments you received yeah. from people online um, towards your, your, your husband or your partner. Yeah. Like when you turned around to him, well, first of all, how did he feel about that when you told him? It disgusted. I mean, yeah. it was our baby. The baby had a heartbeat. The baby lived, and then I was 13 weeks pregnant and the baby died. And I had a miscarriage and it was extremely traumatic. And I was in a room with other women who were having babies and were full term. And I'm in this room. They wouldn't let my husband in. It was just a really, really traumatic experience. It was one of the defining experiences of my life, to be honest, because I couldn't believe that they would separate my husband and me at a time when I needed him so desperately. And I was surrounded by monitors of other babies. And I was so happy for the other women who were in labour. I was trying to not to cry because I didn't want them to know that I was losing my baby while they were having theirs. So I was muffling my cries so as not to ruin their experience. In hindsight, I shouldn't have been put in that position and my husband shouldn't have been made to stay outside. So it was a really, really, really traumatic experience. And I did turn to a couple of websites, a big one, one in, one in particular. I know. And the negativity that I received, now there was some positive stuff there as well. What I should have done was just went straight to the Miscarriage Association of Ireland, who are amazing and who I still work with to this day. I wrote a book. I, I, I go to speak to doctors and nurses about how to deliver the news of a miscarriage to parents, how to, they have to make eye contact, actually speak to them, be human about it. Mm. But it was a defining moment for me. And I, when, when we set up mams.ie, that never left me and I thought I never want somebody to go onto my website and feel not good enough. And the way you were made way. feel and your and your, your husband as well because exactly. that's a sho- and, shocking, shocking yeah, David, comment to make. You know? David actually, um, we, we, I, I was keeping a diary after I went to see a counsellor because the experience was so traumatic and we wrote a book and we wrote the book together. We got mostly positive feedback but again, men shouldn't be talking about this and what kind of wimp is your husband? Comments like that came came at us, um, but that's other people's bad opinions. It, you know, we were trying to raise awareness and get people talking about things, well, and sh- it was sh- it ended up being a good thing. Yeah. Well, look, I hope you're 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 you know you're you're doing okay, Siobhan. I'm brilliant. I've got yeah. four gorgeous children, and I love Mams.ie, and I love all the social media, and I love running events, and I love meeting people. And if anyone ever has a question or a query or a concern, they know. So- there's an actual yes. person there. It's not yeah. a faceless website. I think that's that's um, that's very important as well. Uh, Neve Connolly is a cognitive behavioural therapist. Um, Neve, are you like? Is it an important warning or advice that's come from academics in California to people? And I suppose it is in particular they've issued this to new mums about the overuse of online parenting yeah. forms. Kind of, yeah, I think so. An important aspect of this study is that. Um, it, it, first of all, it's a very small study. It was only 47 mums were involved and it was only over four days that they were monitored. But 55% of, of those new mums were spending at least two hours a day on these sites. And, and for me, that would send, you know, maybe a, a concern or a warning flag that, you know, how come you would spend so much time on something that is essentially like a remote 
access. And I'm loving what Siobhan is saying there about creating, you know, a sense of community. And, you know, there's a sharing of experience, whereas this study looked at, you know, social comparisons. And I think when it comes to parenting, you just can't compare because what are you comparing? You know, if you walk into any primary school in Ireland and pull out, you know, 30 kids in the exact same class and they've been taught by the exact same teacher, they will all be at completely different levels. If you go into any toddler group, you will see all the babies at different um, stages and doing different things and reacting in different ways. So the idea of comparisons, I think, is a really unhealthy, it's a really unfair um it's just, it's not a healthy way to be um, engaging as, as a mum. But yes, they are. And, and why are they? Um, like, I, my two boys are in their 20s, so I empathise completely with, you know, being a new mum. But I think things are very different now than when I was a new mum. Um, there's so much more online. There's so much more presented as, you know, perfection. Sean mentioned there, there's, you know, there is no such thing as a perfect parent. There's no such thing as a perfect child. Um, but but a lot of online life and social media can lead us to feel that we should be yeah. doing well, things differently or what we're doing is wrong. And I think that's the the point as well. It's it's the over the overuse of it. I mean, absolutely, yeah. there can be engagement, but I suppose it's when it's when it becomes the the go to you know um, forum for all advice and the point too is well made about medical opinions as well Paula is with us as well Neve. Paula is in Galway she's a mum of three and a psychotherapist Paula is this something that you've seen? Yeah I mean absolutely I think we kind of that's the age we live in now right and there's like we're saturated with information and we can go down a rabbit hole really easily Um, You know, in my experience with my own kids, I found myself doing that. Definitely. I was using everything. Online forums, books, you know, friends. I just couldn't get enough information until I reached a point where I was just overwhelmed with everything. And I really had to kind of step back and just, you know, find peace and calm and just relax and not be overwhelmed and not constantly like going down rabbit holes of information. What can happen, Paula, when you, you know, like when you go down that rabbit hole of information, like Mm -hmm. what are the negatives, I suppose, of that? Well, it it can cause anxiety. Um, You know, you feel, you might feel like you're not getting it right. What works for other people may not work for you. Um, You know, we're really, one size does not fit all in these situations. And I really believe in, just doing whatever gets you through the night. You know, if it doesn't harm you or your baby, then it's good enough. You know, um, we can just be overwhelmed with all that information mm-hmm. and you may not even be using any of it. You're just like constantly in this loop of seeking information. And it's obviously coming from such a good place. People want yeah. to be informed, well-educated, you know, yeah. n- know what's, I suppose, the... The, the, the right or the best thing to do but is it a case that on these forums I don't know I haven't experienced them but yeah. I mean is it a case that you might post something to say you know we're having difficulty doing X, Y or Z yeah. um, and then everybody gives advice and, and there's yeah. negative engagement like is that how it works? Yeah there can be negative engagement and um, you know sometimes there can be a bit of a them and us between different camps you know, if you're breastfeeding or somebody's bottle feeding, it can, you know, it can easily um, descend into something like that. So I always say, like, take a step back, you know, breathe, focus on your baby, try and, you know, connect 
be attuned to the needs of your baby and then, you know, pick and mix. If, if you want to step into a forum and see what's going on, if you want to meet a group, there are lots of great groups. I'm a big fan of groups. Um, if you want to read the books, whatever it is, but just don't, you know, try and take a step back from it and just, uh, you know, get a bit of peace from all of that information. Do Have you ever had negative experiences on the forums, Paula? Yeah, it def- like it definitely happens. I think we're all used to these days. I wouldn't say it's trolling, but people have big reactions these days. We've, we've been through a lot over the last few mm. years. Uh, you know, people are on high alert. People have big reactions to stuff. And there can be, you know, negative things said. It can descend into a big argument. I usually just try and, um, you know, remove myself from the situation because there's no point of going down that particular negative rabbit hole. Just protect yourself, you know, step back, take, take a breath and, you know, be with your child. They reckon that, well, the advice from the academics in California who looked at this mm-hmm. say that they feel they can actually cause more harm than good for new mums. Yeah, yeah, I, I could totally understand that, you know. I think we, it, it, it's, a, it's a terrifying situation. You're suddenly in a situation where, you know, there is no education for this. Nobody told you beforehand, you know, this is what it's going to be like. It's so stressful. You're in a hypervigilant state and you're desperately trying to find some kind of help, you know. Um, I think really just being with your child and trying to figure out, you know, what, what works for you. Definitely there's support in these things. You can find support. But once it starts getting negative, I would take a step back and just, you know, maybe not go there for a while. Okay, Paula, listen, thank you for for getting in touch. Katie, you are still with us. You're still on the line and you heard Siobhan a few moments ago. I thought it was interesting that point she made about the judgment um, towards her partner, her husband. Like, have you ever experienced that on these sites? Well, I'll tell you, I'll actually give you a story that's going, this only happened this morning in one of the groups. Again, I won't name the group, but a girl who regularly comments in the group, um, just post pictures of her kids, would give advice on things or tips on, you know, fun things to do with the kids. She's really, she's really lovely. And I get some great tips from her on things to do with my own kids. But somebody from the group found her privately, messaged her privately to say, will you ever get a life and stop posting in the group? You and your husband, we were sick of hearing about you. We know all your life stories. Basically, get off the group and stop being a on it constantly and she posted then and she was very upset about it and she was like I don't even know what to say because this is somebody who targeted her on her own personal page to basically tell her get off the page and stop posting that's the kind of stuff you face on these groups and it's it's not all it's not all negative no but that's just an example of the kind of and I know Paula before said it's not trolling but there is trolling Okay, there absolutely goes on trolling, trolling so much that I left one I group because the drama nobody wants that drama you are in a and it, do you know what if I could go back now three years to when I first had my son and I could tell myself something it would be not to spend so much time on this group on these groups because okay. yes they can be positive but they can be very negative as well yeah. Okay Katie listen thank you for joining us and getting in touch with us today in the programme Neve, Paula, Chrissy, Siobhan and uh, Katie there as well Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.